Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, listeners. We are back with another episode of KC Chamber Chats, and we have the wonderful and fabulous leader of our local healthcare system, Sue Sugar, with us today from MUSC. Sue, welcome. Shoe. You just called her shoe. Shoe, I did. It's, it, well, it's, it would it's be Sue. Sue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sue, Shugert's the last one. That happens so <laughs> much more often than you would even believe. I'm but, sorry. But especially to Amy. I so, have oh. been introduced in front of hundreds of people as shoes. So. Shoe, okay. No I know your name is Sue. <laughs> that is awesome. Patty will fix that. Well, Sue Shugert. Sue, Welcome, Sue. Yeah, Sue and... I'm not going to mess that up. Uh, Sue, it, it, tell us about your your title with, with the hospital, how long you've been there, and then maybe your background before you came to Camden. Of course. I'm happy to. And thanks for the invitation. Yeah. It's so great to great to be here. Um, we love the chamber. Thank and, you. And um, we uh, are big supporters. So yes. um, I came to um, the hospital in April of 2019. And Has it been? Yes. Are you serious? It's been wow. four years? Almost yeah. four years, April of 2019. And um, at that time, of course, we were not part of MUSC, but mm-hmm. I came over as the interim chief executive officer. And um, in August, they made that. I love it when they say permanent because, you know, who's permanent? But right. uh, <laughs> right. let's For say the moment. Drop, drop the interim title uh-huh. and, um, and have absolutely loved being um, part of Kershaw County and Camden and um, – Steve and I live uh, downtown Camden and um, uh, really, really have thoroughly enjoyed here. Um, I uh, maintained my title as Chief Executive Officer even after we became part of MUSC. We are part of the Midlands Division and Mm -hmm. Terry Gunn, whom you all know well because he uh, was my predecessor, um, is our division CEO for the Midlands Division, which includes three um, acute care hospitals plus uh, freestanding AD and Fairfield County. Um, But as far as uh, where I was before I got here, I've spent my career in um, community hospitals Mm -hmm. and uh, very similar to uh, Kershaw County and typically solo community hospitals. I started 27 years ago next month. Wow. um, And uh, in Clarendon Mm -hmm. at Manning. And um, then I was at Baptist Easley. I was there 11 years. I was at Baptist Easley in Pickens County for eight years. Um, came to um, uh, Hartsville at Carolina Ponds Regional Medical Center. I uh, was there for four years before I came here. And other than yeah. a stint in Arkansas, I spent five months as an interim CEO for LifePoint, our former owner um, there in uh, Saline County, uh, Arkansas. But other than that... Um, been in South Carolina my whole life, was born in a small town, not uh, too unlike Camden, Abbeville, and, um, and just uh, love the hospital, love healthcare, absolutely passionate about community hospitals and the difference that we make in, in our communities. Well, thank you for your many years of service. Wow, that is a long time. I never would have guessed that you're closing in on 30 years. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) Um, But tell us a little bit more and tell the listeners a little bit more about the services of the hospital and really 
um, I need to say maybe the services of the healthcare organization in the community because we're not I know MUSC is not just the hospital for sure and um, even so um, I have to say uh, this local hospital kind of had that vision years ago and so I'm really diversified but um, so we um, do um, provide general acute uh, hospital services including um, an emergency department that's chest pain accredited Um, we have a 10-bed ICU um, that is also supported around the clock by advanced ICU, um, uh, tele-ICU. Mm-hmm. We have uh, our largest floors, our medical surgical floors, so where we uh, have a mixture of both kinds of uh, patients. We have a pretty busy um, surgery, particularly outpatient surgery, very heavily outpatient surgery at our hospital to include general surgery, urology, ENT, orthopedics, um, ophthalmology. A mm-hmm. lot of hospitals our size don't have that. Oh, wow. Um, and including gynecology. Mm-hmm. Um, we still deliver babies, so we yeah. have an obstetrical unit. Um, our most recent inpatient unit opened in 2018, I think, late 2018, mm-hmm. and that's our 20-bed Jerry psychiatric unit. So that's designed for patients over the age 65 and older mm-hmm. who need uh, mental health services. On and, the out- and that's inpatient. It is. That's yeah. not outpatient. That is correct. Right. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, if you haven't been, it's, it's have, okay, I was going to say, yeah. it's a phenomenal it's facility. It yeah. really is. That so was- that unit, um, we attract patients from all corners of the state. Sure. So there's a real lack. Well, of beds, There's yes. a real lack of inpatient care and then specific geriatric um um, so we literally have um, attracted patients from all corners of the state. In so that does unit. that mean, we, Sue, that you're, t- it's very busy? Are, are you typically full or at least, you know, high occupancy? You, you know, Stephen, <clears throat> um, um, that unit probably has had more um, havoc wreaked upon it by COVID than uh, any other. Oh, of course. You think yeah. about oh. you think about a patient having COVID and being in his confined to his or her room. Mm-hmm. You think of someone being on a unit where you have a common dining space and patients by the very nature of what you're you right. know the way the care you don't want them isolated in their rooms. Right. So that really has taken a toll. So we um, every time and it's not unlike um, what we've seen in um, other. Um, you know, uh, communal living like assisted living. That's correct. You know, Mm -hmm. so you have to be very careful. And then if you do have someone test positive, then you have to, um, you know, really isolate, hold, hold your admissions. And then we've been on that cycle pretty much since 2020, but there it is. um, um, It is, um, well, hopefully that's something that that. you can, can, you know, build back up. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. On the outpatient side, um, we also have an outpatient oncology unit that mm-hmm. is um, incredibly popular. Um, we, you know, for patients, both hematology and oncology there. We have an outpatient cath lab. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we do inpatients there too, but um, a very busy endoscopy suite. So um, uh, where we do upper and, and lower endoscopy. And then here in Lugoff, a beautiful therapy uh, facility yeah. um, that includes um, OTPT speech and aquatics, um, just a fabulous uh, facility there. That's also home to our home care, so home mm-hmm. health and hospice. Uh, we are the only um, entity with inside MUSC that operates our own home health and hospice. Oh, wow. Um, and then in Elgin, of course, um, our urgent care mm-hmm. at that facility, plus 
physician practices from Elgin to the town of Kershaw. Yeah. Um, so that about rounds it out. Um, uh, also, athletic training. So we provide certified oh. athletic trainers in both um, uh, the the Camden as well as um, is it North Central? North Central. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love it. Are, are there any? Um, what are some of the newer, either some things that have been done recently or that you're thinking about doing in terms of capital investment, Sue, like new equipment, maybe new, just other other new projects for MUSC? Sure, I'll be glad to talk about that. Um, let me start with two uh, new services. One of them been, has been more capital intensive than the other, but. Um, we have added this year, or the end of last year, um, both two very needed specialties mm-hmm. in our market. And one of those is pulmonology, pulmonology and critical care. We hired Dr. Batarse right out of his training, and his office is uh, on Robert Street across right. from the hospital, but phenomenal addition. Dr. Right. Batarse is uh, providing both inpatient care, uh, bronchoscopies and procedures, mm-hmm. Um, and he has also seen patients on the outpatient. And yeah. patients wait a long time to get in with a pulmonology. Well, the, t- yeah. the timing yeah. with, with that specialty and with COVID, COVID yeah. and, and all the other related illnesses has been a very good addition, yeah. I'm sure. One, 100%. So we've been thrilled to welcome Dr. Patarse. And then another specialty and great demand is endocrinology mm-hmm. and um, we were able to hire dr kanduru she is located in uh, the elgin um, medical pavilion mm-hmm. and um, she is seeing patients from across the region again patients wait a long time to get in with an endocrinologist and um, so we are thrilled to have her her spouse mm-hmm. um, is a general and bari- bari- bariatric surgeon who was recruited to downtown oh so. wow okay Awesome. So we've got the husband and wife team, just that's, not at the same facility. That's yeah. right. Although um, their specialties in, in some ways do overlap, mm-hmm. especially with patients who um, are um, seeking, you know, um, bariatric surgery and such. So sure. we are, are thrilled to have both of them. And um, as you mentioned, Stephen Capital, um, we did um, have some capital investment to bring in Dr. Batarse, particularly um, updating and uh, around our Bronx and uh, a, a special ultrasound and a bronchial ultrasound that we we are able to get uh, for him, but um, less intensive for uh, for Dr. Kunduru. Um, the only um, another exciting development is um, and we should launch next month. Um, we will be offering dialysis for inpatients. So oh. we do not plan on offering outpatient dialysis. We do have dialysis centers in our community. Right. But in the uh, heretofore, if a patient, say, is an, um, on dialysis, mm-hmm. has a condition that we can treat at Kershaw, we haven't been able to take the patient because, right. you know, you if could get a two-day, yeah, that's right. you got yeah. a two or three-day stay, then you're going to need dialysis during the, during the care. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, that's an that's an inconvenience for yeah, patients who absolutely. otherwise would like to get care locally. And then um, during COVID, mm-hmm. when everyone was full, ICUs were full. Yeah. Um, it was uh, really frightening there sometimes when we had a patient on dialysis and we couldn't find a bed. Mm. So um, so that's going to be a great addition. Yeah, um, I love it. And um, and that involves some capital investment too. Right. Sure. Well, good. Well. I, Talk a little bit more, though, about telehealth, because 
one of the, I, I don't know if I read this in the paper, if I dreamed this or someone told me, um, I feel like with MUSC um, purchasing our hospital and the associated services that um, we had access to a lot more doctors out of Charleston uh, for telehealth than we had ever before. Is that rumor true? Is it, um, is it continuing to expand? Is it shrinking because we're kind of coming out of some of this, the more severe COVID times? Sure. Tell us about that a little bit. Well, the hospital had been an affiliate of IBUSC since 20, late 2015, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, so we had already enjoyed some of the telehealth services, but we have expanded our telehealth offerings. And um, most recently, telepalliative care in, in the hospital to um, provide yet another um, opportunity. And that's been very helpful for families who are facing some difficult, you know, uh, decisions to have that, that, that expertise. Um, I don't think that it will uh, uh, digress. I, I yeah. think that we will uh, see that uh, a continued demand. And, um, you know, MUSC is, um, was the first and may still be um, the only um, um, academic medical center telehealth center of excellence. Um, okay. So we are very fortunate to yeah. be a part and to be able to um, uh, really have these services available for our patients locally. Yeah, because I know it's hard. Like I can't imagine being sick and having to g drive to Charleston. Right. Right. And I get that a lot of people do that because we don't have those services here. Um, but I think the the more they can stay at home, obviously, would be very nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just a way, you know, MUSC has been such a leader, and it's been a way to um, provide uh, care for patients and also to help, in some cases, um, you know, sustain inpatient care services for uh, a really rural hospital mm -hmm. in, in the state. And um, because it's, you know, recruitment's tough. And yeah. then recruitment to very rural markets is even more challenging. So. Right. Yeah, yeah I w that was my next question, actually. And even though you've touched on some of the new physicians in the community, I, I, from what I understand about the industry, especially in a, in a uh, community hospital system, that is probably one of the biggest challenges is physician recruitment because, and that's the lifeblood of, uh, you know, the, the hospital and, and the patient base and that sort of thing. How's that, how's that going? I mean, it's always a challenge, I know. It, it really is. Um, I would say that um, in my 27 years of um, being in healthcare leadership, um, I've never seen primary care recruitment such a challenge. And mm. so, um we have, you know, we're so fortunate in Kershaw County to have a really strong group of um, family practice, internal medicine, uh, physicians, and, and a strong pediatric group We do, as well. but they're all busy, I'll they're tell busy you what. They are busy as Hard can be, and, 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 and that mm -hmm. proves your point. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And so trying to... Um, um, to, to plan for the future and mm -hmm. to both the for the current demand plus the demand as, as some of our as we grow right and and, and they retire, retire. And as they retire yeah. but 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 100%. yeah um, so um, it has been great to be part of MUSC and um, I will have to say in some specialties particularly in the Midlands division we have been able to um, 
uh, bring in, um, well, right here in Kershaw, we have mm -hmm. two um, recent um, res fellows, actually, of oncology who rotate in for our oncology and clinic. Um, they both finished MUSC's oncology fellowship um, and joined SCOA. Mm -hmm. the South Carolina Oncology Associates, and um, they rotate through through and just fabulous, just Great. fabulous um, physicians and patients love them. And so in um, uh, particularly Columbia has been also been able to attract some uh, physicians out of MUSC's training programs, and that's great. But um, but Stephen, I mean, it is it is tough. I mean, we've um, we've uh, we've had probably more success with advanced practice providers like mm. nurse practitioners pas mm -hmm. which they're an incredibly important part of well, the care team um but uh but continue to recruitment continues to be a top priority yeah. yeah well and um you know not to minimize what you're dealing with but everybody recruitment's a, yeah. a problem these not, days not just right? your industry yeah but so no we're um, just we're grateful it, it i'll tell you the mm -hmm. stability that musc has brought to the healthcare realm for Kershaw County has been tremendous and I just agree. just in my observation I mean you know there's there'll always be hiccups along the way there'll always be little little challenges here and there but with what we saw from 2015 until MUSC's involvement it was just not a, and there were some good things too but mm -hmm. just it just wasn't a stable environment and, yeah. and 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 that makes all those challenges that you've just spoken of even more challenging when you don't know when you wake up the next morning who the hospital is going to be owned by and run by and that sort of thing. But the I think going forward, the stability offered by the MUSC partnership is just going to be invaluable. I think we're just going to see continue to see a lot of great things. Mm -hmm. I, I would agree, and I I, I when people ask me about. Um, MUSC and the MUSC difference. Um, I'll share with you what one of our board members said. Um, we'd probably been, I don't know, maybe six, six or so board me meetings in, and one of them said, you know, um, every time we get we convene, there's someone from MUSC Charleston leadership in attendance at our board meeting, and. Um, we just never saw that before oh, and wow. um so we have a board meeting monday i'll be mm -hmm. picking up you know three people to who will be coming and attending the board meeting and so musc um is definitely committed and um expects that um it's not just call us if you need us it, it really is a um a true commitment and dedication to uh, growing uh, healthcare, and um, recently, uh, Dr. Cauley, um, Pat Cauley was, who's the pre CEO of MUSC Health, um, attended our Rotary Camden Rotary meeting, oh, and um, uh, yeah, it's Vincent <clears throat> Shaheen's guest, and um, he talked about um, about MUSC, and he said, you know, uh, we're we're three pronged, and one one prong you've been accustomed to, uh, uh, you've been accustomed to great local healthcare, and so care is care delivery is what we do, mm -hmm. but we also um, are are really committed to education and really committed to research, and we will we're committed to do those things in each of the markets where we are, oh. and so I, th I don't even think I realized that um, that that commitment before before um we became part of MUSC that 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 commitment to education to educate um the next generation of healthcare professionals locally yeah. uh, to provide rotations uh to build graduate medical programs um and we're already seeing that in some of the other newer divisions of MUSC 
And not just medical, though. You host all kinds of different students. I actually um, had to have a, a procedure recently in radiology and had a student who was a part of that. And um, it, it kind of cracked me up because they were like, "Are you? is this okay? And I said, yeah, I used to bring students into this hospital. So <laughs> this is fabulous. Come on, do whatever you need to do. So um, I, I think it's wonderful that it's a great learning environment for the, the future work, healthcare workers. Absolutely. And um, that commitment from MUSC and to make that easy yeah. uh, for students instead of, you know, to make it um, difficult yeah. um, for them to shadow and get interested and um, I, I think that's fabulous. I do too. I'm, I'm glad y'all are doing that. Yeah. Well, Patty has been waving and flinging her arms around. Uh, we could talk for a lot longer about uh, MUSC, but is there anything you want to end with, Sue, that our listeners should know about MUSC and, and uh, you know, its service to the community? Any last thoughts? Um, sure, I'll make a plug for, um, you know, we, we, we are adapting, COVID's never going to go away, but we're really interested in um, relaunching a volunteer program, a robust volunteer program, and Great. so seeking um, uh, people who might be interested in um, volunteer, volunteering with us in a variety of spots, so I'll make that plug. Um, awesome. And then, um, and then the other thing I always say, you know, uh, to every time I get the chance is, let us know how you're doing, uh, how you think we're doing. I mean, oh, we, mm-hmm. uh, I want to hear um, the both the, the good and the constructive feedback because uh, that's the only way that uh, we'll get better. I'd rather hear it from my friends. So, uh, yeah. so, um, so I really encourage. Um, I'm incredibly accessible, so please reach out if um, if you have feedback for us about uh, things that we are doing well or could do better. Awesome, and and so I'll add to that plug. That means call them. Don't post a nasty post on Facebook. But that's so easy. The minute something doesn't go your way, just to click something awful. Yes. Well, Um, we really do try to follow up, and that's probably one of the, um, you know, we we like to respond to feedback. um, But if someone's got a really interesting, um, um, you know, username or something, you can't Mm -hmm. always do that. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it it really is better if we can try to address your concerns. Absolutely. Well, Sue, thank you again for your service to our local healthcare system and to all your staff. And thank you for being with us today to have this conversation. Oh, thank, thank you. Pleasure was mine. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chamber Chats. This podcast is a production of the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce in partnership with radio stations Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 and is produced by Patty Rose. Episodes are released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Remember to tell others about us and give us some feedback by rating us on your podcast app or by sending an email to director at kershawcountychamber.org. We'd love your feedback. And until next time, shop Shop Kershaw Kershaw County. County.